Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Grab a cup of something yummy, sit back and prepare to be inspired. Before we dive in, I'll let you know that the tea I'm drinking today, in fact, most days, is called Just Ice Tea. It's an organic iced tea brand under the Eat a Change label. It focuses on sourcing simple ingredients and fair trade certified teas and sweeteners. The company's mission also includes minimizing waste by upcycling imperfect ingredients and choosing water-efficient crops, plant-friendly foods, and has an amazing grant program. Today, I'm drinking Moroccan mint. You can find out all about their teas and this amazing company at eatthechange.com. Okay, wealthies, let's dive in today, shall we? You know we focus here on true wealth from the inside out. Today, we'll be focusing on both with our amazing guest, Kim Butler, CEO of Prosperity Thinkers. Let me share a bit about her. The heart of Kim's vision and her mission is to activate lifelong service for her clients. I know because I'm one. What does that mean? It means that Kim inspires her clients to live the lives of purpose for their whole lives rather than retiring or taking themselves out of service, which Kim says is really the definition of retirement, right? Kim has seen many facets of the financial industry. She now helps clients to create long-term financial strategies for building sustainable wealth using whole life insurance. Now, life insurance is underutilized by the masses, yet it's the secret foundation of America's wealthiest. I want to learn so much more, and I hope you do too. Welcome to the cafe, Kim. Thank you, Erica. Always a joy to get to talk with you and how fun that we get to talk to entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and even entrepreneurial thinkers. You know, some of us still have like a day job or a W-2 job, but we're entrepreneurial in our thought. Absolutely. Uh, and I know because we've known each other a long time um, that you've dabbled in more than dabbled in this space for a long time. I would love it if you'd share with the audience your own journey into entrepreneurship and entrepreneuring and and why you choose this road. So happily, because it has a really funny start. And that is when I was in fourth grade, my parents bought me a milk cow. And yeah, mm -hmm, I started milking cows literally morning and night as a fourth grader. I sold the milk out of the back of our car at church, out of the garage. Um, you know, this is the, I don't know, probably the 1970s. People bought milk in mayonnaise jar, gallon glass, you know, little setups and uh, returned them every week. And my sister and I milked cows all the way from fourth grade till I was a senior in high school. And so I sold the milk and I was responsible for buying the grain and buying the cows and choosing which cow was next. And that whole routine ended up absolutely creating an entrepreneurial foundation for me. It also gave me enough money to put myself through a private college and come out on the other side with very little debt and an amazing work ethic and 
learning. Now let's make sure we don't tell my dad that I enjoyed it that much. I don't want him to know, (laughs) but it, it was a joy. And then after college, I worked at a bank for a while and I really learned quickly that I wanted to help people with their money more holistically. And this was in the late eighties when banks only had checkings accounts and savings and, you know, they didn't do investments and that kind of thing. So I left and I got my insurance license. I got a bunch of securities licenses. I got my certified financial planner designation and I just started to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And I was inside a firm for a while. And then at some point I left that firm to start my own. And this was in the late nineties. And so I have been a true entrepreneur. Even previously, when you're at a firm like that, it's kind of a eat what you kill space. So nevertheless, I've had my own firm and my own team. And then the I think the last and fun part also is when Robert Kiyosaki's book came out, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which was in the late 90s. He and of course, the Internet was brand new. He helped me take my firm completely virtual, completely nationwide. And so I'm able to help people. Unfortunately, only those that live in the United States. I cannot help people in Canada, although I have a friend who can, and I cannot help people that are not in the U.S., but I do help people in all 50 states. And that really brings us to where we are today with the Prosperity Thinkers brand and to pick up on something that you mentioned in my bio that you elaborated nicely on in terms of living a life full of service. I'm in my mid-50s, and I rebranded about a year and a half ago for the next 30 years. My audience is going to love to hear that because that is what draws a lot of people to me is the idea of taking a bold step forward and rebranding after 50, and, and how do you do that? And, oh, that's so exciting. Well, I think it's super important because, as you stated, retirement is really not good for us. It's not good mentally, emotionally, socially, physically, psychologically, physiologically. I mean, what other L-Y words can we think of? And an entrepreneur? Oh my gosh, because they do control their time. They do have the ability to choose who they want to work with. They do work they love, or they would never put up with the risk and the up and down nature of the entire environment. You know, we talk about lean years and green years in our family. I love it. The entrepreneur, they don't want to retire. They don't want anything to do with the idea. No, you know, I have to tell you something funny. In a card store, one my most favorite greeting card I saw, and I don't even remember what it was. It might have been a happy retirement card. Sure. And, and it said happy retirement at the top. And it showed a car in a garage in a garage, you know, like a repair garage up on the lift. Right. And a guy is underneath changing the tires. And it says, let's have a new definition of retiring. Yes. Isn't that great? Yes. I love that. that. Yeah. So you have done so much and your brand is just so robust and rich. And one of the things that you talk about a lot, Kim, is the idea of sustainable wealth. And I'd really love it if you dive a little deeper into what that means to you and maybe how you would help people attain that. Absolutely. Because it is not typically talked about out in the marketplace with what 
I would call a typical financial person, you know, financial planner, financial advisor, whatever word you want to use, the wealth that they build is not often sustainable. And sustainable to me means a couple things. It's first of all, while you're building it. And so if you don't have a place that you can put money every single month, because that's how our lives work, and be absolutely certain that that money is going to be there when you need it or want it, then that's not sustainable. Because we all love to talk about investments and how fun they can be, but we also know that they are extremely roller coaster ride oriented. And sustainability is not roller coaster ride oriented. And sometimes it's frankly quite boring. But the fact is, sustainability or certainty, if you will, like if you're building certain wealth, sustainable wealth, guaranteed wealth, I mean, how many financial products can use that word? That is a completely different kind of wealth than I'm going to shoot for the moon and hope I hit a home run and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's plenty of people out there that are very, very good at that. I chose when I rebranded to narrow my focus and only work on sustainable wealth. So it's the building first of having a place to put money every single month that I absolutely positively know is going to be there. And so I have a little three-part mantra around finances. And the first part is called simplify your savings. So that's the first part of sustainable wealth, simplify your savings. Savings is a verb, is in the act of putting it away every month. And savings is a noun, the act of storing the wealth. Got it. So that's the first part. Yes. Would you like the other two? Yes. I want to know the other two. So the second one is automate your assets. So simplify your savings, automate your assets. And what I mean by this, and this is still under the umbrella of sustainable wealth. So what this means from an asset standpoint is, again, not the roller coaster ride environment automating the building, the creation, the growth of wealth, which means using some very boring, very guaranteed products. A whole life is certainly one of them. Well, how do you automate assets? Well, real estate is another one. People own real estate. They buy investment real estate. And that environment can be very automated. And if you can combine whole life insurance as a product with investment real estate as a product, and then you can pull some strategies between those two, you automate your assets. You automate the growth, you automate the cash flow, both in and out, and you get sustainability that's literally lifelong and can even be generational. So that's to automate the assets part. And there's a third. And that is install faith in your finances. Ooh, love that one. How do we do that? (laughs) So perfect for your community because I know you well well enough to know that any conversation that you have with your community is going to be steeped in an inspirational foundation, or you could even call it a spiritual foundation. And there are so many times when faith in our finances. And I mean, faith with two definitions. So faith in finances, there's an obvious one, like I know it's going to be there and I'm confident in it. Mm -hmm. 
And then faith in the more inspirational or spiritual aspect, which is trusting and having some knowledge. Because again, think about your community. It's a bunch of entrepreneurs. These are do-it-yourself people. So having faith in their finances means that they have enough knowledge, enough self-confidence, enough learned information to make a lot of their own decisions around their finances and to be confident or, again, to have faith in those decisions. So installing faith in somebody's finances brings us back to sustainability because faith is something that we want to improve as our lives progress. Sure. Again, you know, both types of faith and faith is something that takes work to get to and is continually needing to be worked on and having faith in our finances enables us to have all of the rest of our lives be organized and sustainable. Because if we don't have faith in our finances, it's very hard to do any kind of work. Right. I mean, it's the bedrock to your work, sort of, if you think about it. Yeah. I always say money isn't everything, but money affects everything. And so let's get faith in our finances so that we can focus elsewhere. Now, does would you say that faith in the finances and well, all three of what you mentioned, can you tie that to the whole life? Yes. Because I, I, I think there's a couple of things here. A lot of my listeners are 50 and above and entrepreneurs and going to be entrepreneurs for the rest of their lives, hopefully. And that streak is in them. And some of them ask me questions sometimes like, is it too late? Because I've talked about the fact that um, my husband, Steve, and I use a whole life strategy. And and I've had several people say to me, well, aren't I too old to do that? So why don't you entertain both of those things? Like what it give people an idea of what whole life is, how it could be used and and are they too old? Absolutely. So too old for whole life is in your early 80s. Like I have clients well into their 50s, 60s, 70s that purchase whole life, brand new whole life products. And it is a bit of a redheaded stepchild product. <laughs> Even though it has been around for 150 to 200 to 600 years, depending on what you pick as its starting point, we have a whole generation, your and my generation, that did not learn about this product or whatever we did learn about it was extremely negative. Yep. And so, you know, let's just bring that up and address it. And I really encourage people if they have questions to reach out to me and I'm happy to answer those questions, including all the negative ones, because there is just a lot of misinformation about the product. And I want to quickly differentiate whole life from any other kind of life insurance. It's not term insurance. It's not universal life insurance. It's not variable life insurance. It's not indexed life insurance. All of those are hybrid products. And that is not what we are speaking of here. What we're speaking of here is a very boring, very guaranteed, very effective product. And it works with entrepreneurs so well because you can contribute to it monthly. You can do it annually as well, but it does not require a lump sum to start. And so many people have the ability to save money on a monthly basis, but they don't have a lump sum to start. Right. And so anybody, any age, you do have to be reasonably healthy, not perfectly healthy, just reasonably healthy, can start a whole life product. 
a policy is the proper term, put money into that product on a consistent basis, and then learn strategies. So whole life is the product that you buy. Strategies are the things that you do. And so we teach strategies to help people, first of all, use it as their emergency opportunity fund. So whole life cash value is the proper term for this line item on your balance sheet that is an asset. Mm-hmm. And the cash value grows without taxes and is available to borrow against and be used. It's very, very liquid. And like I said, it's very guaranteed, very boring. And then there is also use of the death benefit. So when you buy whole life, you get your cash value count and you also get death benefit or a a face amount, it's sometimes called, or a, a claim amount that you will have available to pass on to your family when you die. And sometimes businesses can get involved, although it is not a tax deductible product. Sometimes family members can get involved. Key employees can get involved. So there's a whole bunch of nuances that we won't get into today that serve the entrepreneur very well. You know, one of the things that just dawned on me is uh, I I didn't say to the audience and wealthies, I do want to remind you all that Kim has um, a podcast. So Kim, remind us of what the podcast is and where they can find you because that's another source where they can learn more. Absolutely. So it's called the Prosperity Podcast and it's on Apple and the iTunes platform and the Android and Stitcher and wherever else wherever you would you find get podcasts. <laughs> Great. All right. So I'll make sure I put that in the show notes because that you're such a wealth of information and I know we can't cover everything here, but that is exciting. And I want my people to reach out to you if they want to learn more about not only whole life insurance, but some of the strategies that they can implement. When Absolutely. Because I do talk about all things personal finance on the podcast. I cover mortgages and why you don't want to prepay them. I cover 401k plans and other types of retirement plans and why you want to be very careful with them. Wills and trusts. I'm not an attorney, but you know everybody always brings that up when they're talking personal finance. So there's a lot of other areas that get covered there. Now, one of the fun things I know is coming down the pike from you is your app. So will you chat a bit about that? Yes. So back to the simplify your savings, that first step of the sustainable wealth that we were talking about, mm-hmm. the savings verb, if you will, is a tough one. And so many people go at it with budgeting, like, oh, I need to save more. Okay. I'm going to budget. And there are a lot of financial celebrities that are out there talking about how to do that. And statistics show that budgeting does not work. I know in my family, we've never used it. The few times we tried, it was extremely frustrating and there is a better way. And so we've been working with this way for a couple of years, but it's literally a centuries old method. And it's basically to pay yourself first. Mm -hmm. So we have created in partnership with some other people, an app called Currents, and that's spelled C. U-R-R-E-N-C-E. So currents rhymes with insurance. (laughs) And it is the invite only space. So you do have to be invited into the app where you measure your progress backwards. So budgeting, as you know, is trying to figure out in the future what you're going to spend. Well, the currents app measures our savings progress backwards. 
It drives savings habits or savings behavior. It makes it very inspiring to build up what we call a reservoir account, which is basically your emergency fund. And it enables you to keep all of your own checking accounts and you know nothing in your bill pay structure changes at all. It just reverses the order of operations because what most people do is they spend, 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 business money, personal money, you name it, and then they save what's left over. And what we counsel people to do is to save first or to pay yourself first and then spend what it is that you're spending. And what the Currents app does is take unconscious spending and convert it to unconscious savings. So this simplifies your savings. That's so cool. So is that app available now? It is, and it's by invitation only. Okay, so so let's put that in the show notes. Aha, I have the ability to invite your community. So uh, yes, we will have, people will want to go to our special page that you and I have set up for your community, which is, may I go ahead and say that link now? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'll put it in the show notes here. Yeah, yeah. Prosperitythinkers.com forward slash Erica. Spelled E-R-I-C-A, right? Your community surely knows that by now. Yep. And so at prosperitythinkers.com forward slash Erica, there will be a special form that people can use that will then enable us to generate them an invite into the app to simplify their savings. Oh, Kim, that's so gracious of you. Thank you. And my community thanks you. I'll thank you for them ahead of time. Yes. That's wonderful. Honored to include your community in there. Oh, that's so cool. And, you know, I couldn't let you go without having you mention um, any mention of your book, as well as the game that I know you have. So I'm sure that when they get to your site, they can poke around, but you want to just tell us what is about and well, let us happily. My newest is busting the college planning lies. And I have over 10 books on Amazon. They're all on audibles. So people are welcome to find those. And then on our prosperity thinkers site is a link to the family legacy game that we created. And it's just simple little card game. And it supports one of the books, which is called Perpetual Wealth. And it is a fun family card game that can get played. And there's a workbook as well as a book that all coincide with the message of Perpetual Wealth and Family Legacy. So I appreciate you bringing them up. I adore writing the books. I adore recording them because we have Audible version, Audibles on all of our books. And of course, they're on Kindle as well. Oh, that's fabulous. So we've covered so much territory here. So to to recap, we covered three components to sustainable wealth, right? We talked about whole life insurance. We've talked about Kim's app and books and game. And there's so much, everybody. I just, I can't wait for you to make yourself really take the action and show up and reach out to Kim and take advantage of all of the wonderful things she has to offer. Kim, is there anything else you would like to share with the community at this point? Any final 
wrap up about entrepreneuring or anything with wealth? Absolutely. Here, here is my final thought, and that is to be grateful every time money goes out of your life or comes into your life. Absolutely love that idea. Just fills my heart, right? We write a check, we have gratitude. We receive a check or <laughs> these days, not necessarily a check, <laughs> but we have gratitude. That is just awesome. Really incredible. Kim, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you so much for taking time to show up here today and also for the graciousness of that link I'll put in the show notes. So Kim Butler, I love you dearly. You're always going to be in my life and you've guided us well. And now I hope you guide others in my community as well, that they follow you as well. So thank you so much. Thank you, Erica. Well, wealthies, always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. All of the information from today's episode will be in the show notes, including a link to Kim's link that she mentioned in the, in the show. Please be sure to rate and review the show so others can find us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And until next week, when we meet again, please be well. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.